When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hanging out with us Wednesday, hour three, Lori and Julia, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. You can also find us on the MyTalk app. And if you're listening to us online on the app, get registered with Lista Rewards. You can still get lit with a $1,500 Lighting RX makeover from Southern Lights, or you could win a $200 gift card to Staples, $100 to Dick's Sporting Goods, or gift cards to Starbucks and Chipotle. But the only way you're getting that prize stuff is if you go and get registered. So please do treat yourself. Thank you, Holly. Very, Thank very, you so very much. Nice. So you know, Bill Murray celebrated seventy years on this planet yesterday, and I loved how he celebrated. What did he do? Well, an SNL uh, crew filmed him, so he agreed to that, and he showed up at the rink at the Rockefeller Center with a big birthday cake with floppy candles on it, a hat. So it looked like a big towering cake. And his son, Homer, has just opened a restaurant, um, Ombre Taco, at the rink. And he threw his dad the big bash. He showed up from the premiere of his movie, On the Rocks. He wasn't shy. He danced a lot. And instead of blowing out his candles, he put his face into the whole cake, the real cake, and took a big bite. Yum. I know it. So that's how Bill yeah. Murray. So we're probably going to see it on an SNL, right? Because he has a new movie coming out yeah. this fall, a new Sofia Coppola movie on the rocks. Yes, yes. And we're only going to be able to watch it on Apple. Okay, I so got it. Right. I got my Apple. All right. Okay, so um, thank you, Holly. This came out yesterday. We posted it today, and it's a trailer for a movie called Supernova. Colin Firth oh, and yes. Stanley Tucci. Yes, and. Uh, they're lo- they're a married they, couple or lovers. They're a couple staring down the barrel of early onset dementia. They said it's peak form Firth and Tucci. They give nuance. It's so beautiful. It's going to gently smash our heart into smithereens. And I want to see. And this. these two are friends Aww. too in real life. Uh, and it's a sophomore effort from this British writer director Harry McQueen. Um, and he just, their, their people are just going mad for it, at least based on the trailer. It looks so good. Oh, it looks so good. Did you think it looked good, Holly? Yes. And then I'm going to cry. I know. I I like crying sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Can I just, can I just, can I take a detour? Depends if we're bored or not with your detour. All right. Well, you may be. Okay. I just want... (laughs) I don't worry. I know how to write the bus and get it back on the other side of the road and go to where the other place we were going to go. I know. Okay. I just have to say, and you're like, I talked about this the other day, that damn show Heart of Dixie. But I have spent more hours than I care to even share. I'm shocked that you spent this much time with Heart of Dixie. Let me tell you why. 
Let me tell you why. I don't you think... You were sick and you were I in bed sick, for five days. I, right. But I'm, I am on the very last episode of season four where there was only 10 episodes versus the 22 right? episodes. So the very last one I started... Well, I got up at 7.43 and watched them nonstop mm-hmm. today. I mean, I could do other things at the same time. They're not that strict. But so I wouldn't have watched the show if I had to watch it week to week. This is a show that you can binge. I don't I think I would have been bored. You know what I mean? Cuz it was on every week. I that's just I don't know where I'm going with this, but if anyone wants a little silly show to binge on, that'll make you kind of feel good. You're saying it wasn't good enough to be a story that you couldn't wait to watch every right. week, but right. now in the time of COVID, when binging, time doesn't mean as much, it doesn't mean anything. It feels better to watch this okay show in one big hump Straight because it's through. like eating all the des- all It's the ice like cream. eating the whole cake. Yeah, you're right, Lori. Thank you for yeah. summarizing. And also for people who had tickets to the Elton John concert at the Excel, oh my god, it has been rescheduled. Yeah, rescheduled. March twenty second and twenty third, twenty. 22. He's canceled everything, his world tour. Mm-hmm. So, um, Dora sent us that today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 20, 22, and I said he's going to hit New Zealand in 2023. So, who knows when the actual end of the farewell tour will be? Back in New York in 2024. I mean, basically, Elton is taking a good page out of the share and the who's. Yes, thing, you know, it's, just it's, can you be ne- a never-ending, never-ending farewell because we went That's to like right. three of Cher's farewells. Don't yeah. worry about him. Yeah. He's worry. He's using his downtime to being fit and healthy. Oh and yeah, I think he's getting healthy, hanging out with his boys. This is better for him to have this downtime. Probably, yeah, probably for right he, now. He's Dill Dandin. Hmm, Dill Dandin. I'm Dill Dandin. Better than I ever was. Oh, All right, boy. Tell Let's us see. what you want to well, talk about. Well, what else do we know about? Well, here's something that Roger Friedman uh, is giving us kind of inside Hollywood baseball. Okay. The companies that own Variety and the Hollywood Reporter, Deadline, Billboard, Rolling Stone, and all the secondary awards show, like the Golden Globes and American Music Awards, right. are now one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Penske Media, owned okay. by Jay Penske, the heir to the Penske moving van, oil, right. and auto companies, mm-hmm. is going to run the company. And that gang also owns DeClerc Productions. And wow. Anyway, That's there's... a mega company. Well, and a mega conflict of interest with mm-hmm. all the different um, things. I was going to say, well, can we even trust a lot of their reporting anymore on certain things? Well, I mean, Variety and Hollywood Reporter and Deadline, okay, those three used to be in competition. I mean, it's just, they used to be in competition with each yeah. other. Billboard, Rolling Stone. Wow. Anyway, um it's a sign what, of the times. What, well, what Hollywood doesn't need, according to Roger, Roger Freeman, I guess I would believe it, is one mass of publishers speaking for the whole entire well, industry. Yeah. So it's going to be murky, murky waters, um, because if you've got companies that own content producing that are also the award show producing, right. you're just a step away from, you know, like when... The people's choice. You know what I mean? Some of the sure, award shows like sure, that. Sure, sure. So anyway, that's just inside because we like to be inside Hollywood. That's yes. happened. Do you want to go inside baseball, though? The, sure. The Twins are in the playoffs, and they're just a half game back. Are they? Yes. So there's inside baseball. So you can get excited because it's almost playoff time. Is well, there faith in the Twins this year? Always a new start when the playoffs start. 
Anyone can win. How about that? Okay, the Hollywood speak on that is Julia has no idea. I'm happy for my mom, and I'm happy for yes. our community. Yeah, that we yeah. still get to watch it. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it's something fun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Are we, having, are, yeah, are we having a late night thunderstorm? Like, yeah, there's some rain moving in through the northern cities right now, and it's kind of just popping up. We're supposed to have showers tomorrow, too, but I think we're going to get wet. Before it's, the like end of the a, it's like an August summer day where it gets so hot outside, it just makes a thunderstorm. Yeah. It happened yesterday because we walked outside after our show, and it was... Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. It was just, that was just yesterday. It was. Okay, by the way, I watched... Yeah. You're gonna laugh at me. I watched Gwyneth Paltrow yesterday was on Drew Barrymore's show. Honest Pete Laurie, you are gonna go crazy watching but so many shows. I am finding some interesting stuff. And I think it's interesting that Gwyneth Look at I love how you crossed she just crossed her eyes. Wish there was a sound effect she, for that. Ooh. Okay. She remember she I'm we're consciously in coupling, we're gonna have the nicest da, da, da. She's complaining. Now she's acting again, though. She acts like she's the first person who ever got divorced. And her big share with Drew yesterday okay, was, was it? some days are not as good as it looks. Duh! That's but, a study of duh. But yep. I mean, I don't know why she wants to bring this up all the time. That it's it kind of so a constant. Parent. Yeah, it's kind who of a cares? constant thing. And I wonder if it's, you know... Is it the goop thing? Is it she's trying to pretend like she's relatable? Because I do think more women would relate to her if she would come right out and say, my husband's teenage kids really don't like me that much because I I broke up the kids. Love love this. Their parents' marriage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, that's a real thing that does not get talked about. Well, right, and it's like, it took a long time for you guys to uh, move in together, you and Brad Falchuk. That's right, over a year, because the kids refused to move in with her. If she wants to be relatable, be relatable like that. Don't act like you're the first person to get a divorce. Well, Lori, I'm with you on this one, because, uh, first of all... (sighs) She just annoyed the heck out of me, not like, like when I was watching... You know, Keith Urban and Seth Meyers talking, or even when Drew talked to Paris the day before, or Tamron Hall talking to Tyra Banks. It was just, she just can't help but be annoying because she is so... Full of herself. Yes, in, mm-hmm. but not in a, was ever a self-deprecating no. way. She's always peddling something, some idea of something. I don't know, she bugs. I hope I'm giving people second-hand dislike of Gwyneth Paltrow. I hope I've done that. You have been working on that for 10 years. I hope I've done that. Ellen, you've been working on that one. No, my brother gave me the Ellen. I know it did. And then it worked on me. Well, 100% it worked on you. Yeah. But because, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think Gwyneth has good days and bad days. Sometimes I think she can be just so delightful and charming, too. You know, but I don't care that much about her to even. But you're right. You know, she's always saying this divorce. I just wish, like, if she really wanted to be relatable, like, just go ahead and be like, you can't, be, you can't say that because they're teenagers, because they're teenagers and they're their husband, her husband's kids, kids. and she can't say how much it sucks yeah. or how great, it, right? It's got to be hard if you've broken up someone's marriage and then you move in with them and the kids hate you. Yeah, that would be. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. That just sounds horrible. Are you excited? We were so grateful that my dad never gave us siblings you know, right step siblings we never or got married we were again. so grateful yeah neither of my parents did right because we thought that would just be so much work 
You know, when you're young and little and you live together, but we were so grateful. Oh, yeah. That we didn't have any halfies out there. Right. And I don't mean that. I mean, I think it just would be more work. It all depends on the ages and very much for those of us who our parents got divorced in the 70s and 80s. It was it wasn't that friendly. It wasn't a happy place. Yeah, there was nothing happy about it. No, there wasn't any kind of co-parenting kind of uh, Mm -mm. thing. So that's the better thing about now. People because the kids who got divorced became divorced and then they, you know, they thought I'm not going to do that to my kids. That's right. That's right, sister. That's right. Are you excited about the father of the bride special that that whole little will you make a point of watching that? Sure. Come on, Julia. It's going to be the whole cast or, you know, I actually will be because I thought that was such a cute show. The father of the bride with, you know, Steve Martin, um, that cute gal that's married to Brad Paisley, Kim, whatever her name is, something Paisley, um, mm-hmm. Franz, Martin Short. That's right. Um, I loved. The, I thought that movie was great. It's going to be on. Um, There's a Friday the, night. We just have to. We can watch it on YouTube and Facebook. Yeah, these seems. I'm not that into these reunion things, Lori, because I don't want to make the extra effort to watch it. They're trying. They're doing these things to benefit, like this. The World Central Kitchen. It's a charitable thing, just like they did last week for the Fast Time at Ridgemont. Yes. Hi, and they're finding that like regular everyday people will go, oh yeah, I'll pay, you know. Yeah, that's nice. So it it's is a, a way it's a of fundraiser. Ra- that's is. great. It is. And everybody signs up for it because everybody's got time as long as they can right. promise them how to do the Zoom. Yeah. That's what Promise them how to do the Zoom. <laughs> we couldn't do it here today. We were trying to do it. I know. All right, we'll be right back with Holly and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly! Hello! Hello! Let's talk Hello. some Mariah Carey dirt. So her memoir is coming out. Yes, in just it a is. Few days. And the LA Times has a review. Of Mariah Carey's new memoir, and well, honestly, it's behind a paywall, so I couldn't read the whole thing. But I will tell you that the LA Times is reporting that the meaning of Mariah Carey is a tell-some memoir. It sparkles and entertains. However, she's not, it doesn't sound like this is a tell-all book, so she's kind of keeping some of her best stories close to her. Okay. But that if you are a lamb, or even if you're Mariah Carey curious, you're probably going to want to read this book. Mm -hmm. And it was announced today that Mariah Carey is going to sit down with Oprah on Apple TV. She's going to be the guest on the Oprah conversation. And there's a sneak peek of the episode. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So out right now, we're going to be able to watch that tomorrow, September 24th on Apple TV+. Plus. So, 
you want to watch that interview? Are you guys interested in reading, listening to the book? Yes. Oh, yeah, I really well, actually am. And also that she does, I, you know, I love it when someone says that, you know, so-and-so was a catalyst for leaving my marriage, but Derek Jeter was yes. the catalyst. And I could I'm see sure, where that would happen. I mean, so good looking. And she's married to a guy who's Tommy Matola, right, who's right. 25 years older and right. kind of bossing her around like a dad. Yeah. By all means, Tommy Matola was very controlling with Mariah Carey mm-hmm. when they were married, not only personally, but professionally. When right. you think about the divide in Mariah Carey's music, her aesthetics, everything. When she was with Tommy Matola, it was one way. And then when she broke out and she did that Honey music yes. video, and she art directed it herself, and she was out and she was blossoming like a butterfly, hence the name of the I album. I love it, I love it, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so she basically admits that she yeah. started having an affair with Derek yeah. Jeter. But I mean, he looks, you look at the photo of Mariah Carey and Tommy Matola on their wedding day, and she he looks, almost looks like her grandfather. Exactly, 100%. Mm-hmm. She's wearing that big, huge, fluffy, early 90s gown. And, and she's then only it, like 20. So young. So young. She was so young when and she started And then he got out. with another young one right after yes, her. Yes, he did. Yes. Yeah. I believe he's married to Talia right now. Uh, she the, was super young, wasn't she, when they met? Uh, I can't speak to that, but All she's right. a big music star. They've been married for quite some time. So the meaning of Mariah Carey comes out on September 29th. So mark your calendars, lambs, for Fabulous. that one. Fabulous. Fabulous. Uh, something else I think we're going to be interested in, and I mentioned this in a Dirt Alert update today, is this new interview with Sean Lennon and Paul McCartney and Elton John. So this is called John Lennon at 80, and it's going to air October 3rd and 4th. So Sean Lennon, the son of John Lennon, is going to be interviewing Paul McCartney and opening up about everything, it seems like. So in this new interview, Paul McCartney said that I look back on it as a fan uh, at the Beatles. He said, how lucky was I to meet this strange teddy boy off the bus who played music like I did, and we get together, and boy, we complimented each other wow so true yeah so uh a lot of john lennon tributes are probably are going to be coming out this being the 40th anniversary of his death this december and his birthday would be in october so hence mm-hmm. why we're getting this interview okay. here um let's say congratulations to emma stone and dave mccary they are married according to sources at page six do you guys know who the guy is i don't know who I this guy either. is I mean, I he's not either. an actor she's had enough of the actors yeah maybe maybe he's an actor i don't know i don't know the name uh i believe that he's a writer on saturday night live oh all right perfect and that's how they met uh that's they, right you're right holly yes yeah, so they were first romantically linked back in october of 2017 but actually met when she hosted saturday night live in 2016 so then they met and then maybe they were busy she was with andrew garfield he was with somebody else and then finally they became free and now they are together my gosh this is the hot way for the nerdy writers to meet the a-list actresses scarlett johansson yes colin jost um that's how what's his bot ben affleck mitch nickus oh yeah you're right yeah Yeah, that's a good place to meet people snl yeah so we don't know exactly when they got married but there were photographs earlier this week of emma and dave wearing what are probably wedding bands out and about very cute they were gonna get married in march and then well things happened and so they probably got married sometime after so congrats to them uh harry styles is still in italy if we want to know where harry styles is just please tell me he's still got long hair and a mustache uh 
doesn't look like he has the mustache anymore, but he has the long flowing hair and he's shooting a new music video in Italy where he's driving a vintage Alfa Romeo convertible (gasps) with the top down. And he's also on a boat. He must be in Venice because it looks like he's racing on a boat in the canals with his arms open. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what song this is going to be for, but his new album is good. He, yeah. He's got another new one? No, no, no it's just it's the one. This one. is yeah. watermelon, sugar, mm-hmm. things from that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's, uh, well, oh, he's off the Amalfi Coast, Coast. excuse oh. me. So he's not in Venice on the other side of the boot. But he's in a he's in a boat that looks like a Chris Craft, but it's the Italian version. Right. You know, the oh, all yeah, wood, yeah, yeah, the yeah, all beautiful yeah, yeah, wood yeah. boat with leather seats. Oh, so we look forward the to Italian. the Italian <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Chris Craft, whatever oh, yeah. that's called. Oh. I know what you're talking about, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we look forward to seeing Harry Styles in a new music video very shortly. Uh, this is something that I put up on the Lori and Julia show links at mytalk1071.com. Rolling Stone magazine has just reissued a list of their 500 greatest albums of all time. Yes. You know what? Uh, I they have just them. do. They just do these things. Things just to get people yakking and of talking about do. it. Well, here we are. <laughs> but I mean, even the number one album that they, the Marvin Gaye. The Leaves Are Green. I mean. Oh, no, that's a different one. That's what's going on? Song. What's going on? Yeah. And not that, but like they couldn't even like just decide, oh, let's go f- fresher. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's interesting to look at these lists to see where people's minds are at at a particular time because it always kind of shifts because on these lists, it always used to be, oh, Sgt. Pepper is the greatest album of all time by the Beatles. Didn't even appear in the top 10 this time. Yeah, which it is the best-selling album of all time. It, yeah. More people bought that yeah. than anything else. I, I don't know. And then they have Miles Davis on there and to me, jazz so no, here's a different category. Right, Lori. I'm <laughs> sorry. So with you. Uh, so here's the top 10 since we're talking okay. about it. So Marvin Gaye, what's going on? It's been named the best album of all time by Rolling Stone magazine, followed by Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys, Joni Mitchell's Blue, Stevie Wonder's Song and It's in the Key of Life, Abbey Road is number five, Nevermind by Nirvana, number six, Rolling uh, Fleetwood Mac, Rumors seven, Purple Rain Prince, number eight, Blood on the Tracks, Bob Dylan, nine, and then The Miseducation of Lauren Hill oh, is number ten. Oh, there's a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah there right, we go. That, yeah, yeah, and, right, that took well, a while. Well, no, Joni no, Mitchell was on there. Yeah, Blue is number, but you're right, yeah. the 1971, 1966, 1976, I mean, no, no new people. No, and I don't know. I don't know if they vote on this or they get music critics to weigh in yes. on this. Is that how they do it? Yeah, so they get music insiders to weigh in, critics, journalists, other people to weigh in. Well, it kind of shows that what do we? What is music today? Yeah, I guess and maybe a lot of people just the album thing. Yeah, I don't know. <gasps> well, that, but now I know why Ross Raylis shared what he voted for. Oh, really? Yeah, All right. he did that. He did do that. Oh. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I'm excited to hear what we got today, Lorraine. Well. You know, last week we learned, actually we had known for a couple weeks because Madonna on her Instagram stories kept showing Diablo Cody and alluding the fact that they were talking about her life and writing a screenplay. And then last week we find out that Madonna is going to direct a biopic about her life with the help of Diablo Cody writing it. And Diablo, of course, wrote Juno and Jennifer's Body and... At first, we thought... And Candy Girl. Yes. We thought at first, you know, was her direct involvement going to be a terrible idea? Sure. But 
We know she's not afraid of painting herself in an unflattering light. I give right. you truth or dare. Right. That documentary. Mm-hmm. I mean, she makes the gagging gestures at Kevin Costner. And, you know, I mean, she was not afraid to show herself warts and all in that documentary, which was groundbreaking. When yes, that, it was when, when it came out. When that came out. So, um Here are some Madonna moments that could be in the movie, because remember, it's supposedly going to just go from her early days to ending after the MTV Awards. Um, I don't know if it's the one where she's rolling around or the Britney. So in the The, mid-90s. Yeah, 80s and 90s. Okay, so so the story, I don't know if you know, because she does have four decades to choose from. So you might as well start at the beginning And legend has it that pre-fame, I think people have heard the story that Madonna took a bus from Michigan to New York City with $35 Mm -hmm. in her pocket. And after the taxi driver dropped her off at the center of town, basically Times Square, because that's where you go. Yeah, bring me to Times Square. Mm -hmm. She got a job at the Dunkin' Donuts in that Times Square to, you know, like pay and... She was fired for squirting um, jam all over a customer. She didn't have that job long. And after a stint in working in the cloakrooms at the Russian Tea Room. Love it. um, So they could have that. Yeah. that Because that's kind of like the Madonna. We don't know that. We don't know her before holiday. (laughs) Right. Before before the album. album. We don't see her. uh, Trying to make it in dance clubs. Yeah. So then then she uh, stops working at the Russian Tea Room and she becomes a drummer in a band called The Breakfast Club. And their first gig was at CBGB, which, of course, is infamous punk dive. It's not there anymore. But um, and then she fronted a... um, a scrappy kind of a punk band called Emmy and the Emmys. Well, what a clever name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know any of that? Do the breakfast club part of you it. You did. Okay. Yes. Playing at CBGB. Mm-hmm. And then she began going to this, all the city, the discos yes. too, because it was kind of like that punk and disco thing were coexisting at the same time. So we're talking, she went there at the late 70s? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes, yep. and she went to Studio 54, yep. and then Madonna, the solo artist, uh, uh, was born. She could also include, so she's got all that early years, and yep. then she just, you know, she can include her American Bandstand, performance she famously Dick tells Dick Clark, mm-hmm. what do you want to do? I want to rule the, the world. world. Yep. And, um... That's when, like, we knew, or because that's like '82 or whatever. Yes, that's when the album came out, I believe. And then, um, if you think about flash forward just a little bit to Blonde Ambition and her fourth studio album, and every one—the first one, the second one, third—huge hits. Yeah, she's cranking out hit songs one after another, and then, like a prayer, her fourth studio album comes out. She and she angered entire religions. Yes, she did. And nations. She had Italy on the conservative Pepsi drinkers furious with her. She had the Canadian police uh, almost arrest her and the Catholic Pope at that yes. time called her that her concert was one of the Sacrament. most satanic yep. shows in That's the history right. of humanity because of her crotch grabbing the Jean-Paul Gaultier bras mm-hmm. and her fierce open sexuality. I own myself. Yep. And Pepsi originally, you know, they were sponsoring the Blonde Ambition tour. And after the video, what from, are the years for this? What so are we? Eight, eighty, like eighty nine, eighty nine. Okay. 
So after the music video, Like a Prayer, debuts on MTV. Oh, I thought I was going to go crazy. I, it was so good. I. It was so uh, good. The song was so good. The video. Everything. And Toronto, um, when, she, when the Blonde Ambition tour got there, Pepsi pulled out. And she has never really talked that much about like how devastated she was because Madonna is a lifelong Catholic. She is named Madonna. She comes from this very Catholic family. How much in her, you know, her whatever. But she was devastated that Pepsi backed out of sponsoring because they were the sponsor. Right. That's so much money. Yeah. And so when they got to Toronto, when Blonde Ambition got to Toronto, um, the police told her management that if she went ahead with where she was humping and playing with herself on the velvet bed. Yes. That they would arrest her. And before Madonna laid down in the bed to sing that song, she said, do you think I deserve to be arrested? And then she said, well, I hope so. Mm-hmm. And then proceeded to perform. They didn't arrest her. And then they could also include Madonna's unlikely friendship with David Letterman because people think that they know Madonna because of the most sweary appearance with David oh, yeah. Letterman when she was bleeped 50, yep. 15 times. But they go way back when Madonna injured herself after falling off a horse like 20 years ago. So we're talking like 2000. Okay. David Letterman then sent two horses to her house with the note, I'm coming over. And they went for a trot around wherever you go in Central Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she would get back out riding. Oh. He didn't want her to to not ride. be afraid of the horses. And they go all the way back to 1994 when she enchanted him with the sweariest appearance on Letterman. Oh, she was unbelievable. She asked him why he was obsessed with her sex life. Yes. Um, she said, you blah, blah, blah. She gave, you might've forgotten this. She gave him a pair of her pants yep. to smell. And I re- this was so, and, and it still would be scandalous. Cause this is just not something she has more. She she's got really, a lot of balls. She does. She's she got does. a lot of chutzpah and that's why she is Madonna. Yeah. And then, you know, if she wanted to go later, I mean, remember the whole funny thing with Armani Cape Gate? In 2015, and she's yeah. performing in London, and the cape is supposed to come off, and the and dancer fell. they fell. The dancer ended up pulling her back, and yep. she fell down a flight of stairs. And she was doing "Living for Love," which was the Rebel Heart tour, and she they pulled her backwards. She got back on her feet. People, we thought she was injured, and she told everyone her her cape was too tight. Mm-hmm. And then Armani fired back. And said, Madonna, as we all know, is very difficult. This cape had a hook, and she just didn't know how to get out of it. Like, that they responded. I I don't know that he... I I think if for her to do this, I think she'll end when she's at the top. Like, mid-90s. Yeah. Because she's got so much stuff. I mean, she married... Hollywood was entranced with her her sex. I mean, she talked about things no one talked about. She. She owned her sexuality like no one we'd ever seen before. Yeah. Well, we we had, but like not, a, not, not that, maybe in a main, mainstream no, way. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, she really did. Mm-hmm. I, I, 
And I mean, she was, Michael Jackson was the same age prince. You know, she right. she hung with such an A crowd and everyone wanted to meet her. Right. And I mean, you would die for Madonna back in the day. Yeah. So I think this would be. I would good. love to know why she absolutely loathes hydrangeas. Like, you know, that's she a thing. Does. She absolutely hates them. If there's a story behind that. Mm-hmm. She's way Don't ahead tell of Belly Farms. She's way ahead of her time um in that she has all, long demanded and maybe it was from playing CBGBs or whatever some of the divey bars but she hates unventilated rooms. So like, you know, right. the whole COVID situation. Oh, yeah. She was ahead of her time. She was ahead of her mm-hmm. time. And remember, um, she's already had it. That's right. I think this will be good, though, Laura. She's got such a rich, rich history. I mean, if we didn't love her music, we wanted to be her. I oh, mean, yeah. she really, she could dance. She could sing. I remember how into it Justin Timberlake was at the 2003 VMAs when she kissed Britney. I mean, his expression was like, this is going in my spank bank they for, they did an for, album for years. <laughs> No, really, Snoop Dogg was laughing like crazy. Beyonce was totally not impressed. I mean, they did the flash to the audience, Mm -hmm. and it was just... There's great footage. Great footage of all that. They can leave out the Coachella snog with Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, he didn't like that? And I was like, anyway... Anyway, I was just thinking about it, and there's there's really a a lot. lot... There is a lot there, and there's a lot there that we don't know because once Madonna sold that first album, I mean, she had Pat Kingsley or whoever the hell, or not Pat no, Kingsley. No, it wasn't it. Or, or, or C. Gary Orsi. Oh, Guy Osari. Gary but thank her, you. But her publicist person, I mean, they put, they just, we didn't see as many no. stories. It took us years and years for uh, Madonna to really to uh, you know share the story that she was raped in the early days in New York because they really were trying to like you know let's just go from here right. you know in the right. image making and all of that but then she made the sex book and she's got a lot to work with she's Lori she's got a lot a lot to yes. work with yes, so she does. if you ever thought that you should have had your life be a movie just ask yourself can you compare okay. do you can you really do a movie on your life no. No, I know. Oh, my gosh. Right. I couldn't even do a TV and half an hour Maybe episode. TV movie of the week on <laughs> Lifetime kind of situation. Maybe an episode of Love America. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, probably if you're at work or you didn't have the TV on this morning, but they did cut away to live uh, um, services for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And um, it was really kind of moving and unbelievable and her casket was placed on the Lincoln uh Cotafalk, which it's it's just for dignitaries that's the raised decorated yes. wooden frame when somebody's lying in state and she's the first woman and the first Jewish person to ever rest on the wow. Lincoln Cotafalk. and Chief Justice Roberts spoke to the crowd as the remaining justices looked on he talked about her precision in writing her opinions, her brilliance, how collegial she was. Everyone really liked her. Yes. He joked about the famous photo of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Antonin Scalia, her close friend and ideological rival, as they rode on an elephant in India. And people asked um, Ruth why she was sitting on the back of the elephant behind Scalia, and her answer was, Weight distribution. So he yeah. just oh, hysterical. shared that story hysterical. and just said, you know, what a rock star. And people, all of her, all the Supreme Clerk, 
the clerks that interned for her yes. were there. It was really pretty moving. And People Magazine, finally, a reason to pick up a copy at the newsstands. Uh, she's on the cover, yeah. her amazing life and powerful legacy. So there'll be a lot. That'll be a good issue. That will be. And they didn't do any little sidebar stories yeah, and cover. all of that. I like it when they... That has one picture on the cover. Well, there's probably going to be like 10 pages yeah. to devote because there's yeah. probably a lot that we may not even know about Well, here's her. what we just got from Amanda over at Niemer Fieger. She said that um, on the basis of sex mm-hmm. and RBG are both going to be re-released and be shown in theaters. Oh, good idea. Um, Tribute Ruth um, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the net proceeds from the theatrical release will go towards the ACLU Women's Right Project. Oh, good! That was co-funded by Justice Ginsburg. Yeah, so. and RBG is a documentary, and the and other one is a, is a movie, movie that mm-hmm. fictionalized life. Of Felicity her. Jones, I believe, it yeah. played her. Yeah, so that's yeah, very cool. That is very cool. Very cool. Uh, by the way, um, I did not like. Tyra Banks anymore judging Dancing with the well, Stars last night. I, I I was able to. Here's what I love about watching it after okay. the show airs. Yes. I can watch a two hour show in a half hour because I only watch the dances that of people. I like Anne Hache is truly a crazy Hollywood actress. She is. Oh you my gosh, she is cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Really? She is so out there. Really, Laurie? Oh, my God. But does it work on Dancing with the Stars? No, it works. She's kind of charming. But she really is... Cuckoo. Woo-woo. Right. You know, people say all of these Hollywood actresses, they're woo-woo. I yeah. mean, she, she is... She is literally woo-woo. She has got a real, I like her zany zest for, you know, her life. I like that, Laurie. And um, I love Shy Jackson, the Disney girl. She, right, she's, she's darling. darling. I think you tweeted Although about her last night. Harold Baskin scores higher than Shay Jackson. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. But that's anyway, bad. you can watch that show in a half hour. Well, and what I found is that Tyra, Tyra is not suited to this job at Dancing with the Stars because. She um, wants the judges to hurry up so she can read her cue card question to the people that are standing there. And she actually had to hurry Derek Huff up last night between saving Carol Baskins and Charles Oakley. She's like, come on, come on, you got to hurry up. This live show. She made the show run tight because she... Makes everything be about Tyra. That's what you know. Oh, what I was listening annoying. to Colleen and Bradley on the way into work today. Oh. They, she they she said the same thing. She said she likes the dancers though. The, the dancing, the set, it's it's really fun. You yep. know, Carrie Ann still is wearing her tragic mermaid yeah. wig, and Derek Huff, the ABC suits like him so much they gave him an, a, a, a development deal. I mean, they're loving him, but she is a wooden host. Yeah. She's not easy like Tom Bergeron made it about the people, every not about himself. Every once in a while, he would joke about himself. Everything rarely. that relates to the dancer has to relate back to Tyra. Oh, please. I mean, we even had to hear about her Smize ice cream. No. Oh, yeah. No. It's <laughs> no. Pain. She's trying to get Smize in the dictionary. It should have been in. I mean, I thought she we retired that this. with America's She did not do all this. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, not all that. I might be getting her appearance with Tamara Hall mixed up. But she 
she's scoring one with the majority of the audience. It's just not a fit. Is but if Colleen, the ratings does she are watch there, it? Colleen does. Colleen okay. said the same thing. She says, first of all, it takes her like twenty seconds to walk out. Oh yes, where Tom would just be there, right? And so it's just look at me, look at me, look at me, and that's a time waster. And then it isn't. She just said everything's about her, and not she, the contestants. Yes, and not the dance. Yeah, yeah. And so, the rushes, the judges feel rushed. Yeah, you know. But I like the people they have on. I got to say, but there's a lot of them I just fast forward. Right. There's a coach. I don't know. I fast forward over her. There's some guy from Catfish. Boom. He's on the fast Boom, forward. Got a bang. But, uh, you know, I got a little sweet crush on Jesse Metcalf. He's trying He's so darling. hard. And, I know. Oh, the gardener. Yeah. I know. But Carol Baskins is painful. And I was downright through a pen across the room when she scored higher than Sky. Well, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's pretty bad. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, there's fondness for that song, you know, Pussycat, Pussycat, I Love You by Tom Jones. But come on. What is it? Come. Pussycat, Pussycat. What's new? Pussycat. That's right. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's what she danced to. What is Pussycat, Pussycat, I Love You? That's that, from the song. Is that That's in the, the song? song? Oh, I yeah. didn't know that part Pussycat, Pussycat, I love you. Yes, I do. I it's just Tom know. Jones. I just knew. whoa, whoa. whoa. So she's dancing, well, really, clod, you know, clodding her way across the dance floor. I love it. With big, giant steps <laughs> to make it go by fast. Anyway. All right. Happy, happy Wednesday, people. Yeah. Have a good night. Thanks, Holly. Job done. Off you go. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.